You're listening to Effortless Parenting with Monica LaPerinassar, your ultimate lifeline to simplifying your parenting so that you can live effortless. Now, I know you're thinking it may not be possible, but I'm going to show you how in each and every episode because you will walk away with actionable implementation to really unlock that mystery behind making your everyday life as a parent feel lighter, more intuitive, and less all-consuming. So if you're ready to ditch that overwhelm, the guesswork, and the stress that comes with parenting the next generation, then you've come to the right place because this podcast is going to share everything that you need to know about how to live effortlessly as a parent right from the start. Hey there, mamas. Happy New Year. Welcome to episode 20 of the Effortless Podcast. I am your host, Monica Laparanasar, and it is such an honor to be with you every single week, mama, to have conscious conversations around the parenting experience and how you can start to activate what you already have on the inside in order to create less overwhelm, less frustration, less all-consuming you know, habits that we have as, as moms, right. In this role in our life, I think that by far being a mama has been the catalyst to such major transformations, both to my health, but to also my relationship with the self. Right. And so today's episode is all about, you know, what is that biggest, the biggest inheritance that we can give to our children, right is the example that we're, you know, exuding every single day in our daily lives with the choices that we make, with the habits that we build, all of it, right, is a culmination of the inheritance that we are bestowing upon our children. You may be wondering, how so, Monica? Well, glad you asked, because in this podcast, as you, if you're new to me, welcome, you will notice that I infuse a lot of neurology and biology to the, to the strategies that I share with you every week, because that is so important. It's important for you, mama, to know the power that you already have on the inside and how much you can use it to your advantage, right? And I don't think that happens often in our mama circles. We don't talk about what is possible as a mama, we talk about the limitations, right? We talk about what we don't get to do, right? And we wear it as a badge of honor, the whole survival of motherhood. And it doesn't actually have to be that way because we can choose a different interpretation. We can choose a different meaning to the word mom, right? Or to mama, however you go by. (laughs) And so this episode, we're going to talk about how this is relevant to your current situation, right? And so if you're listening to this podcast, I know that you are a mama like me that is looking to redefine what it means to show up in her role as a mom, but more importantly, as a woman, right? Because at the end of the day, I think that that's the hugest choice that that first choice that we need to make as moms is to recognize that we are not limited by the labels given to us by our society, by culture, by our child, you know, our children, everything. Um, We can choose a definition or a meaning or a label that better suits our overall goals, our passions, our sense of self, 
right? And I think that that is such a big thing that we don't talk enough about in our mama circles is, you know, the ability to use this time because this is truly like the golden opportunity moment for you, mama. And one of the biggest things that I will be repetitive intentionally in and I will try to infuse it as much as I can in every episode so that you can also pass this along to other mamas that you encounter in that we have this like really golden opportunity in the first eight years of a child's life. And of course, if you have a child that's older than eight, it does not exclude you. It's just that there is this really magical period in parenting that allows us to really just lead by example. And I know this is not a new concept, right? You know this because we hear it all the time to role model to your child. But what's interesting is that a lot of times we interpret, you know, being a role model or leading by example as though we need to speak to our child of the right way of doing things versus simply just doing them ourselves, right? So if we want our child to, let's say, eat their veggies, well, do you eat your veggies? Do you have a balanced plate? Do you sit down at the table and eat? Um, Do you uh, create intention about, you know, taking care of your body with physical movement or creating a mindfulness practice, you know, all of these things that we want our child to be able to self-regulate, to have more compassion for the self and to love themselves completely requires us to, you know, walk our talk, right? And so the biggest inheritance, right, we're just going to skip to the headline here, the biggest inheritance that we can, you know, bestow upon our children is the single concept of showing them what it means to be a self-sufficient, self-loving, self-compassionate human being. And we do this by actually doing the work ourselves, right? By really modeling to our child how we take care of ourselves, by creating boundaries so that we feel more balanced, so that we are not in a reactive mode day in and day out, so that we aren't, you know, like not filling our own cup, not putting our needs before anybody else's, because guess what? They're going to then model that behavior when they become parents and they go back to neurologically speaking, right? The first seven years, seven to eight years of a child's life of your life, mama (laughs) was completely informed and, you know, really created in your childhood, in the words that you heard in your environment by the adults around you, in what behaviors were modeled to you in your upbringing, what labels were you given, what examples really cemented your subconscious baseline, right? Which is, we've talked a lot about that in this podcast. So I encourage you to go back to other episodes as each and one, every one of them really help to build upon this knowledge that, you know, your subconscious mind is what rules 95% of your daily actions and behaviors. Okay. And it's the oldest part of our brain because it is created in our childhood, right? And why this is so important is because when you are under the age of eight, you don't have a filter, meaning your brain doesn't know right or wrong, good or bad. It just absorbs all of your environment, the energy, the words, everything is being absorbed and cataloged and stored in your subconscious part of your brain, which rules, your your beliefs, your values, your self-talk, your relationship with the self and with others, right? And so all of that information is really 
uploaded for lack of a better term here into your subconscious mind, right? So it's a computer and it likes that program. It knows that program. It doesn't have a filter. So after the age of eight is when you start to, there's a, um, a faculty filter that happens in your brain that allows you to then kind of choose for lack of a better term here, what you want to take in or want to, you know, dismiss as false, right? You have the, the analytical part of the brain that starts to get formulated, right? And so as you can probably are starting to piece the puzzle here, mama, is that if you leverage this golden opportunity right now, especially if you have young ones to work on yourself, to do all of the things that you are putting off for a later time, right? Doing the work to heal, you know, any wounds you may have from your childhood, maybe, um, really making the time to fill your cup with perhaps better nutrition, uh, creating uh, more balance in your life, getting maybe some help or delegating some of your responsibilities so that you don't feel such, such an amazing amount of overwhelm. And you can create some bandwidth for yourself to really do the work that's required for us to get to know ourselves. I think that's the biggest, you know, thing that um, motherhood really sheds the light on how disconnected we are, not only to like our relationship with ourselves, but even physically to our bodies. I know for me, like I didn't even know anything about our, the way our body worked until I brought a life into this world, right? Until we actually physically experience what it is to birth a, a life. And then you are now taking care of it of like what ingredients to put into the body, what developmental milestones, right? Understanding how organ development, you know, all of the little nuances that happen now that you are taking care of another being. But what's interesting is that we don't take that same care and attention and focus onto ourselves, right? And, and so it's really, really a vital exercise, especially if you're a new mom, if you're expecting. Um, and of course, I always say this in every episode, you know, sharing is caring. The way that we start to redefine the next generation of parents is through our own example. So share this episode, share the podcast with a mama bestie in your mama circles, the more that we can spread this advocacy of information of really being able to harness our own bodies and our own minds to create a more thriving experience in the parenting journey, right? Because there's so much unpredictability that comes with being a parent. And obviously your routines and your rituals are totally turned upside down when you are caring for children, that it could feel daunting to say like where to begin, right? And so when you can start to, first of all, acknowledge that number one, right? Everything that you are currently doing right now is being stored by your child, right? Like subconsciously, of course. And of course, this is not to make you paranoid about like, oh my God, I've ruined my children, right? Because a lot of us have that conversation like, oh my gosh, I'm, you know, saving up for their therapy fund or, you know, you're worried that you've lost your cool and so now you feel like, oh, I'm the terror, I'm the worst parent ever. I mean, we've all had these moments. You're human, right? But what's more important is how you handle um, those moments where you are in reactive mode, right? And acknowledging your quote unquote failures, right? To your child and showing them, displaying to them what it looks like to be self-compassionate. You know, right now my son is seven, uh, almost eight in April, and I'm noticing how hard he is on himself and how 
um, personal, he takes it when he doesn't do something correctly, right? And so really this is an opportunity to coach your child and to model to them like, listen, you know, this is important to understand that yes, it's okay to be upset, right? You wanted it to be perfect, but there's no such thing as perfection, right? There's no such thing as good or bad. And I probably should do an episode about our vocabulary and the power of our words because that is such an important aspect to the work. But today I really want to focus on you, mama, in that, you know, really modeling to your child, like what it looks like to be compassionate when things don't go your way. And you do so in your own daily examples. Like if you lose your cool, it's not the end of the world. You just basically come back to your child and say, Hey, you know what? I really messed up there and mama made a mistake. Um, and every day and every way we get better and better. That's a, a motto and a mantra that we have here in our home. And it's important to recognize that it's the transparency that you can have with your child as you're working on yourself is equally as important as the final, you know, product, if you will. And it's, a, it's really even more powerful dramatic demonstration to them to witness your evolution, to witness your growth and expansion. Mm -hmm. I mean, that in and of itself is a huge, huge thing that you can do to um, really in give as an inheritance to your child. Like it's just powerful to be able to give them the tools and the resources to be able to course correct, to be able to deal with adversity, to be able to um, not become a victim of their circumstances, right? And to really understand the power of our mind and our body and how every day we choose how we react to the life and to the circumstances and events around us. Everything in our life, everything that it's in your life right now, Mama is a result of your choices. And I know that may seem like, I mean, there may be some of you that are thinking, well, maybe it's not, I don't, I didn't choose to have an illness or I didn't choose to perhaps have a financial setback, whatever it is that you're experiencing right now, mama. But the choice comes into play with how you interpret and what you make it mean in your life, Right. And so that's what I mean by everything in your life right now is choice, right? And every day you're choosing to maybe stay stuck. Maybe you're choosing a disempowered path to your personal expansion and growth, right? And, you know, it's really important to understand how all of this is really interconnected. And so, you know, one of the reasons I talk so much about um, breaking things down at the habit level, which is your daily actions and behaviors. And now in essence, your choices <laughs> can are reflected in the habits that you keep every single day. Right. And so I always feel like everything comes back to habit, you know, um, because habits really are the language of the brain. That's, those are those micro, um, actions through consistent repetition that create permanent change. Right. And so really recognizing that this is an opportunity right now, mama, that you have. And as we start a new year, I thought this would be the perfect time to have this conversation about bringing that vision to life. But more importantly, what does that mean for you and the inheritance that you are gifting your child right now? And what do you want them to store in their subconscious bank, if you, if you want to use a metaphor there, right? 
What do you want them to deposit in their, you know, self-worth, self-love, self-compassion bank? And so this is an opportunity right now to really revisit perhaps the way you've approached your parenting, perhaps the way that you viewed being a mom. I know for a long time, I did not, I I actually kind of referred to myself as like an anti-mom. I was like, nope, I'm good. I don't want to, you know, work out with my stroller. I don't want to wear Lululemon pants. I don't want to wear the uniform. Like I really like rebelled against what I believed to be the stereotype, right? Like that was my interpretation. That was my choice to believe that being a mom meant like you have to give up everything that made you, you, right? And I had such resistance to mom communities, to just that whole thing. I thought like I just, nothing felt like myself. And that's really because I was so disconnected with who I am and what really makes me tick. And I think that that's such a beautiful part of this process as as a mom is that you get to choose a different story. You get to rewrite how you see your life and more importantly, what you want out of your life. A lot of mama clients that I uh, support, you know, oftentimes they're like, I just don't even know. Like if you were to ask me what makes me happy, I don't have an answer. Like they feel so disconnected from their essence, from their soul, that they feel lost. And that was me too, just four years ago. It's incredible what could happen in such a short amount of time. But I just recall being looking at myself in the mirror and just being like, I don't recognize who I am. I don't recognize my daily life. And I don't recognize the woman looking back at me. And that's because I was so disconnected from my own essence of self. I was so wrapped up in the doing, right? Because as moms, like, let's face it, everybody depends on us, right? To know where everything is, to make sure everybody's eating, eating, drinking, potty breaks, extra clothes, all the things, right? We are so highly dependent on that we can't imagine even adding anything to our load. And by that, I mean by focusing on things that make us feel good, making sure that we're taken care of, right? And so that's why it's so important. Like the number one, you know, mamahood myth that, you know, that is like needs to be like buried and put to death, <laughs> in my opinion, is that, you know, being a good mama means putting your child first. No, like the opposite is true. Putting you first, mama, is how you can show up in a way that is authentic, that is supportive to your overall well-being, whether that's mental, emotional, physical health, right? That is number one. You are number one. And what will happen is that your child will then also in turn put themselves first, will take notice of what really makes them happy, whole, and complete because they've experienced a mom that is in her light, that is in her full vibrancy, that isn't in resentment or shame or guilt or isn't constantly depleted or um, just, you know, lack of a vision of, of sense of self. And I remember those early years in my parenting journey where I just felt like I was going through the motions. And I had so many 
like crazy thoughts where I was like, man, maybe motherhood wasn't meant for me. Like, shouldn't it feel more natural? Shouldn't I be happy or to want to spend time with my kid? You know, all of the things that I labeled what my parenting journey should be based on what? (laughs) My subconscious upbringing, right? Meaning my first eight years of life, right? So dig deeper into your history. You know, what are the things that you want to impart onto your child and how you can start to do that for yourself first is how we start to heal from the inside out. Because at the end of the day, all of this conversations that we have, mama, is all about you healing you first. And you may actually think like, well, Monica, I had a great upbringing. I had a great childhood. Everything is golden. But it's not until you start to dig deeper and get really honest and transparent with yourself to recognize whether or not that's true for you. Right? And so that's what these conversations are intended to be. Every week, I want you to focus on you. I want you to put you first. And whether that's just these 30-minute conversations that we have every week, But I trust that when you are listening to this right now, Mama, that you are taking time to really reflect and think about what inheritance am I imparting onto my child? What patterns of behavior am I imprinting my child with? And again, this is a judgment-free exercise. Do not go down the self-inner critic, you know, all of that noise. This is purely look at it from a like scientific experiment standpoint (laughs) and take a look at your daily actions and behaviors. Is that what you want your child when they are a parent or when they're in adulthood? Do you want them to mirror what you're reflecting onto them? And if you recognize there are things that you would like to change, Well, they start with you first, right? And so there are other episodes in this podcast where I talk about ways to evaluate and identify empowering habits or micro changes in your life that will move the needle forward, that will have the most impact, right? And an easy place for a lot of my clients to start is physical health. You'd be surprised at how much like overwhelm and stress and frustration is alleviated when you mama feel 1000% amazing. When you are not running on empty, right? When you've released perhaps excess weight that's holding you back, right? Energetically, right? Meaning like, I remember when I I have talked a little bit about this, but I had like over 40 pounds of excess weight that I could not release no matter how much workouts. And I would do like triple workouts. I would quote unquote eat healthy. I did all the things that I thought were the right things to do. And I was still holding on to this weight, but it wasn't until I started doing this type of inner work where we start to heal, heal from our childhood, heal from past stories that we've inherited, right? About our self-worth and what it means to love the self, right? I had no idea what it meant to love myself. And so again, 
what I'm going back to is maybe there, maybe you start with just your physical health. Maybe there's something that you can do right now that will allow you to move that needle a little bit more forward, right? To having you feel amazing every single day, because when you feel so good, it makes the other stuff so much easier to do, right? When you're starting from that place, when you are coming from a place of, you know, true health, oh my gosh, the sky's the limit. So that really is like the first step in, you know, I have a methodology that I walk my clients through called the right from the start method. And it really starts with our plate and our plate is more than just the ingredients on your plate, but rather your entire life, right? And what's on your plate in general and how we can start to lighten the load. How do we create more balance on that plate, right? And whether or not you even have a plate. (laughs) I know for a lot of years in my um, early years, I should say, in my uh, motherhood journey, I wouldn't even sit down to eat. I would like eat over a kitchen cutting board and I would eat my child's leftover snacks or lunch or whatever, right? I like did not value myself enough to make the time to make a plate, to have some intention and actually sit down and eat a meal. It's crazy to think about it now because I would never do that. (laughs) Now I'm like, I make the time, right? And everything else can wait. And so again, look at your health right now. Is it drinking more water? Is it creating a daily physical practice? Is it a journal practice too? Because you know, when we can detox our, our mind, right? That can have a profound effect on the choices that we make on our plate, right? And so anyway, that is just one area to look at this week. What is one micro change? What is one thing that you can do to help you physically feel your ultimate best? Because when you start to feel better, then you start to make choices from a higher place. You make choices from a place that is happy, right? That is whole, that feels complete. And it makes making other choices in your life that much easier, right? So I hope you've enjoyed the first episode in 2022. I'm so excited to have these conversations and continue to have these conversations inside of the DMs and Instagram. As always, that is the best place for you and I to connect, for you to ask questions. I would love to infuse more Q&A style uh, conversations that really uh, take into account what is currently going on for you, mama, right now. What roadblocks are you experiencing? What question marks do you have? You know, as someone who has an extensive background in integrative nutrition, right, and also neuroscience, meaning brain science and how to create, um, you know, the life that you want using your brain, right? And so there's just so much that I can provide for you, mama, as far as support to get you feeling amazing every day so that together we can create a thriving next generation simply by feeling amazing every day. All of us, right? It's amazing what can happen when we start with the self first. And that is by far the biggest inheritance we can give to every child right now is more self-love, self-compassion, resiliency, right? A strong relationship with the self. I think is where everything starts and ends with, right? So 
again, my, um, I, my sincere pleasure to chat with you. Thank you for your valuable time. Hope you've enjoyed it. Take the time and really evaluate what's one thing in your health, right? Physical health, keep it simple that you can start to add or detract, right? Because this also, it can be about eliminating. You can eliminate something that is prohibiting you from feeling amazing every day, right? But looking at your physical health helps because it gives you a tangible example of what, um, of a, a direct impact. So when you do something physically, right, then you can actually see and experience the change, right? And when you have that dramatic demonstration to yourself, then you start to see, well, what else could I change? What else can I do to move the needle towards the results and the outcomes that I want in my life? Okay, mamas, as always, sharing is caring. Feel free to share this podcast with a mama that you would love to stay, you know, create that accountability with. That's also another really powerful way you can use this podcast is by really linking arms with your mama bestie or in your mama circles, listening to an episode and really discussing it, keeping each other accountable, you know, so that way you can start to see that momentum moving forward. And of course, I am always here for you. So DM me with questions. Um, let me know how I can best support you. I do um, still take one-on-one -on -one clients and I am in the process of developing more accountability tools for you, mama, at, and meet you where you are at. So make sure that you and I are connected. As always, I'm here to be a resource and an advocate for you, mama. So remember, put you first so that you can be your best for them. Take care.